0: Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. I'm Aaron McMahon. On this week's episode, we will be discussing Michigan basketball. March Madness is here, and we tell you everything you need to know about the men's and women's teams. We've got hockey and NFL draft talk as well, plus a special new announcement. All that and more on this episode of Wolverine Confidential. All right, guys, good to be back here for another podcast. The special announcement that I teased. uh, Drumroll. It comes from Aaron McMahon. Aaron, oh, got, tell us. I've got
1: Mickey Mouse for this Tell thing. us about it. Yeah, so this week at live today in fact, Wednesday, uh, we launched our new Wolf Green Confidential, we have named it the same as our podcast, uh, <laughs> tech service. And this is something that we've rolled out other MLive, or other advanced local markets, the company that owns us, we've done it at Cleveland.com, they do it at NJ.com, but anyway, beginning today, this week, we're doing a tech service where you sign up, you can text the phone number 734-215-6605, you pay four ninety nine a month, uh, you'll get... Daily text from yours truly, and then maybe Ryan and, and Andrew later on. Uh, right now, we're we're focused on Michigan football. Practices right around the corner. Uh, they start March seventeenth here in Ann Arbor. But you know, I'm going to hit you with breaking news when when we have it. Analysis, some random thoughts and musings, and and, and everything else. I mean, it's it's going to be a you know a daily thing. Uh, you'll get probably two to three a day. Yeah, you will build interact and you know suggest ideas for. Questions for the mailbag, for the podcast, everything else. But yeah, it's a weekly—or excuse me, it's a daily text service. Again, 734-215-6605. You want to text that number? It'll get you started. And there's a story on on mlive.com/slash wolverines as well for all the details. You do get a 14-day free trial when you do sign up, so you can actually see if you like it or not. Oh, it's, you'll like it. <laughs> it. It is my goal to make it that you guys, you know, all the listeners and, and readers do like it. We're gonna try. I'm gonna try and give you guys different stuff than maybe per se, what I write on a daily basis. Obviously, the daily stories aren't going away. The breaking news isn't going away. But in this case of, you know, for today, for instance, um, you know, we got the news that Mike DeBord is coming back as an analyst at Michigan this year. I got that news first, and I sent it out to the Texas drivers first. So they got the news first before I even put it up at mlive.com. And last week, for instance, we were at the Combine, we got the news about Shea Patterson potentially wanting that fifth year we'll get into later on you know I would text send that out to the subscribers so if you want you know thoughts and, and breaking news and everything else give us give us a shout give it a try I promise I'm gonna do everything in
0: my power to make it worth it this will this was the original Wolverine Confidential so this is if you say Wolverine Confidential you're talking about the podcast you got to add the, the word subtext to the end. If you want this, they want the text subscription. It's the Wolverine Confidential subtext, but it's all in one. I mean, it's all you know. The, the, if if you like hearing Aaron's voice, you like reading
2: his words, um, you know, in story form. Me personally I prefer reading his words than actually hearing him speak. But so I mean this subtext it's, could be just for you. My my joke when
1: we first launched this thing, when the bosses first broached the idea of this text thing is, you know, my
2: friends don't even like reading
1: my text messages. So I mean, why would anyone fine why would anyone pay to read my text <laughs> message? But I'll leave it up to you, the listener and the reader and everything else. Give it a try. Let me know what you think. I promise, like I said, I'm gonna do
0: everything in my power to make it worth it. I'm an old man so the kind of text that I don't like are when one thought is presented in three different texts. So it's ding ding yes. ding when you just you just complete your sentence, complete your thought and send it all at once. But anyway, so yeah. Give that phone number one more time, and we'll give it yes. again at the end. Yeah, area code
1: 734-215-6605. Text it. Don't call it. I don't think you can call you can't. it. can't. Yeah, so give it a text. You I mean, can, you can. It's just not going to work. Exactly. So I think if, if you text that number, you can get started just over text, or you can go to mlive.com slash wolverines. It's all over the page. There's a sign-up page. You can do it online. It's pretty simple. You put in your phone number, an email address, and a credit card. And you're in your on. Uh, it's four ninety nine per month, but you get the first two weeks free, you can try it out and, and go from there.
0: All right. Let's talk Michigan basketball. Uh, last week for the men's team, a home loss to Wisconsin without Eli Brooks, a road loss at Ohio State with him back in the lineup. Uh, common theme, three point shooting defense. Michigan was elite in this area for much of the season. There's actually a lot of studies on this. We don't need to go too far into the weeds. But basically, whether a team makes or misses its threes is somewhat luck. It's almost independent of the defense. So the key for a defense is to limit that shot to begin with because teams aren't just going to jack them up if they're they're not there. They're going to take them, for the most part, when they're open. So don't allow those shots to be taken. And Michigan was great at that. Not so much, you know, this past week, Wisconsin and uh, Ohio State each made 11 threes I think I think the the total attempted were, were very similar I think it was uh 23 for Wisconsin and and 22 or maybe even 21, 20, 21 yeah. okay, thank you for for Ohio State so that's just that's just way too many you know and in both cases you had you had one team where uh, or one player on those teams that made uh four or five five I think by himself so that's a problem. That's a concern for Michigan, you know. But those are also two of the more three-point heavy teams in the Big Ten. So it kind of makes sense from that perspective. Michigan, you know, at the perfect time, you're on a two-game losing streak. Who do you want to play? Nebraska. Nebraska. team has not won in months. <laughs> uh, this team was two and two at one point in the Big Ten. Now they are two and sixteen. That's amazing. Um, so. Incredible. Yeah, this is a, this is a team that you know doesn't shoot to three particularly well either. So it'll be a good good time for Michigan to to kind of get back on track. It will be senior night at Chrysler uh, on Thursday night, six thirty tip, not seven, six thirty. Probably get there at six if you want to. Uh, you know, be in the seats for for the for the ceremony.
1: Is that for TV? It's a weeknight, right? Yeah, it's Friday? FS1.
0: They do the six thirty kind of eight thirty so deal or whatever. Friday night. Right? Yeah, it's I'm fine. Thursday. 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 I'm fine. Thursday. I'm fine with it. That's um, yeah, it makes sense to me. But yeah, Austin Davis will be honored along with the other two seniors. He's a senior in you know academic class standing. He's a redshirt junior. You know, as I wrote in my story, I'm not sure this is the connection that you know others have necessarily made. Perhaps a project. Uh, subtext uh, type message here is that Austin Davis has said he wants to study physical therapy. That's what he wants to do. That is not offered here as a as a master's or doctorate level program, whatever continuing education here at Michigan. So if he, it, it could be that simple. If that's what he wants to do with his fifth year, he's going to have to go elsewhere. Um, and then you look at the scholarship situation and all that, and, and it kind of all just makes sense. But he will be honored, you know, be out there with his parents and all that. It's always kind of a nice. A nice ceremony, I think, and that's uh, yeah, a special special senior class because the two actual seniors who have played four seasons of Michigan basketball, Xavier Simpson and John Teske, all time winningest players in program history. So yeah, should be a special special game. And I did get to talk to John Beeline, you know, their coach for three of their years, you know, at Michigan. And he asked him, "Hey, will will I be seeing you at Chrysler, you know, for that finale?" And he he said. Good chance. Oh, Good chance. All right. Did not, Relied. would not like me to be saying that on this podcast <laughs> or putting it in my story Should as I kind of cleverly did. Yeah. He doesn't want a big deal about it at all, but you know, a chance to see his guys, um, you know, play one last time at home. Big 10 tournament is coming up then next week. So Michigan's got the two games left. Nebraska at Maryland, the seed possibilities still yes. the six, the seven, the eight, the nine, the 10 or the 11 all in play. It's going to be the 8 or the 9, most likely, though. They're going to play in that 8-9 game. Those teams play each other. Whether Michigan is the 8 or the 9, all that matters is their jersey color. And even with Michigan, a team that wears like a lighter color maize, they could potentially wear that jersey no matter who they play. Right. So it really doesn't <laughs> matter. They would most likely play a team they've already swept or gone 1-0 against uh, this season. Indiana, Purdue, or Rutgers are, are strong possibilities for that game. The 8-9 winner then plays the one we don't know who that will be. Will it be Michigan State? Will it be Maryland? Will it be Wisconsin? We'll find out here over this final week of the Big Ten regular season. I did, do, did crunch some of the numbers on that Michigan can beat Nebraska or Maryland. They can go one-on-one and still fall to the 10 seed to fall to the 11 they have to go 0 and 2 and a lot of other things have to happen uh, to get to the higher than 8 they need to go 2 and 0 and have a lot of things happen but there's no guarantee that they still wouldn't fall even if they get one game i know some people thought thought otherwise there but 8 9 very likely and you know the NCAA tournament they're still they're still solidly in i see them as a 5 i see them as a 6 sometimes as a 7 i see them in albany i see them in greensboro i see them in sacramento Again, just a, a lot of factors at play. The women's team, the Big Ten tournament actually starts, uh, I, I, the reason I said in my intro March Madness is here is right. because, you know, the women start uh, the today. The tournament starts Wednesday. Wednesday.
2: Wednesday at their first game is uh, Thursday at 6.30 against Nebraska. So yep. Mission ended up losing the regular season finale to number 22 Indiana, finishing in 7th in the Big Ten. So yeah, they'll they'll get that first game against the the 10th seeded Cornhuskers.
0: Michigan versus Nebraska at 6:30 times two. The men on FS1, the women on BTN. That is kind of yeah. interesting. Both both the same schools playing each other. Yeah, they, they Michigan beat them. Uh, sorry, lost at Nebraska by three points on January 19th in the lone meeting. Yeah, so the, that's the that's the 7:10 game, which feeds to the. Two seed, two, yeah, the two seed, yeah, and I've seen. I, I looked at bracketology. Did you check it out?
2: Yeah, number nine seed, number I'm nine. Right I, and I, you know, there's
0: another one out there. It's college sports madness, and they've been doing it for a few years, so it's not. It's not completely. It's legitimate. It's, not, it's legitimate. legitimate. They're ten there, so that tells me beat Nebraska. Yeah, like beat Nebraska, and then and then you have a good loss. You know, you lose. You lose right. to the to the two seed. Who is the two seed in the Big Ten this year? Was it? Maryland,
2: yeah, or Northwestern. I thought Northwest, or, Northwestern. Northwestern won, but oh, it and, could have been Maryland I right. Iowa's up there. Yeah, Rutgers some, up there. Yeah, Indiana's is up there. Rutgers. Either up there,
0: way, yeah. it's it's it would be a good loss. It'd be an okay loss. Um, you know, you win two and you feel like you're really in good shape, but yeah, you lose that first game and suddenly things get a little bubbly. Really, for bubbly. the for Kim Barnes Rico and the and the women's basketball team. What's but the yeah, record right now? The women. Yeah, they were ten and eight. In the Big Ten overall, yeah,
2: Yeah. nineteen wins I'm pretty pretty sure. sure. Yeah, Yeah.
0: so again, yeah, six thirty, Michigan, Nebraska, women on BTN, men on FS1. So yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you have any sort of overarching basketball thoughts to share. You know, I I think we kind of broke down the, the women's the women's situation there, trying to improve their seed and maybe avoid you know one of those top top four seats in the tournament overall if you're in that eight nine seed. at this
2: point i mean um, if they right now they're projected to be in the bracket with south carolina which yeah, is not the team you want to be facing in the second game if you're able to win the first one sure so. and the men
0: yeah it's about you know kind of you know cleaning up some of the mistakes uh recently and you know you kind of just see this fine fine line you know small margin of error for teams that are very good but not great. But that, that's the case for so many teams across the country this year. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of parity uh, in, your, in your bracket pools, you know, in your office pools. You're going to see a lot of different picks for the champion, a lot of different picks for the Final Four teams. And, yeah, you know, a team like Michigan could lose their first game. You know, they could make a run, win two or three games. Absolutely could. And I think that's true for a lot of teams in the Big Ten and a lot of teams in the country. What Michigan has going for them is when they have a full, healthy roster, they've looked pretty good for the most part. And they are four and zero on neutral courts this year. Thirty and five the last four years. These seniors, John Teske and Xavier Simpson, thirty and five on neutral courts. It's That's insane. Impressive. It started with that plane crash on the way to the Big Ten tournament. They won that. They won the Big Ten tournament the next year. They went to the Big Ten tournament championship last year, and then in the NCAA tournament, you got a national championship run. You got two Sweet Sixteen runs, and then in their November tournaments whether they were in Hawaii or New York or the Bahamas they usually won won those events or at least got two out of three so it's just that's just unbelievable obviously i bring up the neutral court stat because that's where the big 10 tournament and ncaa tournament are played on neutral court so, so does that
2: mean you're taking michigan to the uh, final four this year
0: I, I if you always have to see the bracket but i could say right now no i don't i don't see michigan as necessarily a final four team but always got to see the matchups first before you start start to Who are it. your
2: favorite top four teams in college basketball right now
0: Ooh, wow well i mean i i certainly like uh I, I love what dayton has done all year you know i like both both Big 12 teams, Kansas and Baylor. I'm not, I guess I'm not super high on San Diego State. Gonzaga is very good too. Kentucky plays defense at a very high level. I haven't mentioned any Big East teams yet because I'm not sure I see that elite team there. You know, Villanova and Creighton are good, but perhaps not great. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun time. All right, let's talk a little uh, little football, a little hockey. Aaron, welcome back. Welcome. Yeah, hey, man, welcome I back after going, your time was, yeah. in Indianapolis. I guess. What did you learn or what do you have to share um, from the combine?
1: A lot of talk from the Michigan guys, especially the linemen and the defensive guys, about versatility. That, that seems to be like the terminology. And it wasn't just those guys. It was many of the guys at the combine They were throwing that term around. It seemed like if you weren't a weren't projected to go high, you're trying to make yourself as, as attractive to some of these NFL teams as possible. So you heard that from, you know, Cesar Ruiz. You heard that from Ben Bredesen. Cole Hudson talked about it. These guys are not pigeon-holding themselves into one position, that they're telling NFL teams that are willing to play multiple spots if they have to, they're, they're not gung ho with the position they played at Michigan. Um, so that was the theme I think all week from the the draft eligible guys from Michigan. Um, but you also had those those interesting storylines from you know surrounding Don Peoples Jones and Jay Patterson. Uh, it was a real eye opening week. It was a fascinating week, and uh, I don't know. It's going to come draft time to be interesting because Michigan has a couple of guys on the fringe. Mm-hmm. I could potentially go, you know, late first round, early second round, and you know, I don't think anyone had a had a great combine. Donald Jones, I think, measured really well; he tested well. Um, but you know, the combine and pro day are, are for the NFL scouts to watch and engage and everything else. So I don't think anyone had an off the charts combine, but I think a couple of guys certainly did help their stock.
0: Yeah, what what is the difference? I mean, do you know? Uh, put you on the spot here. You know, in the NBA, you get that you know those guaranteed contracts in the first round, and they're slotted into their um, you know, their their salary for the most part. In mean, the NFL, each draft slot probably also has a salary, pretty much. I mean, I know there's some per little firm, room yeah. with you can give a guy you know 120 percent or whatever, but and yeah, is it the, the gar- really no contracts in football are guaranteed no, anyway, definitely. so. But you get the signing bonus and all that. Right.
1: So. First round is key. Obviously, the, you're, all guys are trying to get the first round because you get the signing bonus and there are, there are slotted amounts and, mm-hmm. and everything else. So the first round is where guys want to be. Obviously, the higher you are, the more money you're, you're able to make. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Michigan at this point, Caesar Rees has obviously been thrown around there as a, as a fringe first rounder. I think Mel Kuyper had him 32 in his last mock draft. I haven't seen a ton of other draft analysts have Caesar Rees in the first round, but... He's right around that, that that fringe area. I think Daniel Jeremiah, full Network, had him thirty-seven in his board, so early second. Josh Uche is another guy that could potentially go early second round. Mel um, Kiper, I think, said you know he could possibly go as high as late first. So there are some guys right around that that area that, that could go that could go early, but there isn't. I don't think there's going to be that case like last year where you saw you know Rashawn Gary and Devin Bush go you know in the top fifteen. That's probably yeah. not going um, you know, a couple storylines as I mentioned kind of coming out of that thing. Shea Patterson, you know, he, he obviously played his two seasons at Michigan. He had his two seasons before that at Ole Miss. Apparently there was talk and, and discussion
0: about a potential fifth, fifth year, how he would have gotten that or what the reasoning would have been. I'm still unclear about. It would have been fascinating to see both, you know, the off the field, how, how, how that went down and whether it was granted, and then, of course, what it meant for Michigan on the field because mm-hmm. – Right, we, we we, we did, just we, we definitely discussed this yeah. without you? you. I think Ryan used the phrase like Michigan had moved on. I mean, I don't want yeah. to say that, but right. they you know they it kind of makes,
2: yeah. It, it would have put the two quarterbacks right now leading for the, the starting job in a really big predicament, and with it's their futures too. Yeah, the probably. exactly. That's so yeah. at least this point now they can wait and and have these guys battle it out and. I don't know if there's going to be that much. I mean, it's still too early to tell, but it's not like Shea lit the world on fire when he was at Michigan. No,
1: either. but I do but, think he would have benefited from another year of Josh Gattis' system. And I said this to folks earlier, maybe this year. I don't know if I said on the podcast, but I, I think almost like Michigan's offense would have benefited this season if Josh Gattis would have been hired prior to 2018. Because – I don't think this was talked about enough. Maybe I should have brought it up early on, but whenever you change systems, there's always those growing pains, and it seemed like it almost took Michigan half the season to get going. <laughs> right? Especially Shea. Now, Shea was injured and there's other excuses and everything else. And look, Shea isn't the most perfect quarterback. He's probably not gonna get drafted. You know, his arm strength isn't the best. He's inaccurate at times, but you saw what he could do in 2018 in, in the system he was in. He was highly effective, he was highly efficient and, and, and it, it's weird because that was the first time he'd ever played quarterback, at least at the college level, on your center. He's used to being in shotgun and everything else. So it almost seemed like Josh Gattis' system fit him more, and that was something we heard all offseason from Jim Harbaugh. He he changed the offensive system to finish quarterbacks. Was, he, he mentioned it time and time again. Between the injuries and, and just them never getting comfortable, I think that's what doomed Shea. But anyway, it's ironic you guys bring that up whether Michigan had moved on from Shea or not because to get a fifth year, Michigan would have would have had been the, been the, the Party to petition the NCAA for that. Shea Patterson can't do it. He can't. His attorney can't do it. it would have had to come from the school. Um, it's still unclear whether Michigan wanted to, thought about it. It's it's clear it came up. Tom Mars, um, Shea Patterson's family attorney, the one that got him immediate eligibility at Michigan, said it was discussed, and he he does believe that Shea there was a pathway for a fifth year. She would have gotten, but as Shea mentioned at the combine, there was just a lot of unknowns. I mean. It, it sounds like he would have gotten an answer. At least he, he believed he would not have gotten an answer for the NCAA until February. That would have prevented him from playing the Senior Bowl, the mm-hmm. Shrine Game, participating in the Combine. So you get that. You get that. You know that response from the NCAA back in February, saying you've been denied, you're done, you're screwed. I mean, <laughs> your your whole post-college prep for the combine is, is the draft is gone. Mm-hmm. So it's
2: basically what I glean from this is there, it wasn't a really a strong possibility from the get-go. And you, everyone, kind of kind of knew that this that was his, this was his final year, and he was going to be moving on. After the 2019 season.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was, I think, the working assumption. Behind the scenes, it's, it's unclear. I don't know if, had he been eligible, would, it, would have Jim Harbaugh jumped for another year with him? I, I don't know. Um, oh, he, you know, but you can only share it through Project Sex. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It was a fascinating kind of admission from Shea. And he even said he would have liked to have at least known whether he could have come back to make that decision. And it would have been fast. It would have set up for a fast thing 2020. But either way, like you mentioned, it doesn't matter at this point. Mm-hmm. The point is Moot. Um, right. He's, <laughs> he's gone. He's in draft. Michigan's got two quarterbacks coming on. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, obviously, he tested well. No surprise. Uh, no surprise, no, at no surprise at all. Five-star he, he, athlete. He ran the 440 really well. He jumped high. I think He was first among receivers in, in the vertical and the broad jump. But just a question now of whether he he's fast enough
0: and, and he can hold on to the football at the NFL level. Right. Um, so, you mean, gotta so you got to be a route runner. You got to get key? separation, and you got to then catch the ball. Exactly. I mean, there's just so many other things. Mm-hmm. You know, these he's got he's got all the tools, as they say. But you know, can it translate
2: to what, success? Was he asked much about his production at the college level when, when you guys talked to him? About he him was asked one
0: question about it. and He did a good job of kind of shouldering
1: it. He, he said, "I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about my future in the NFL." So he, I think <laughs> he he clearly been prepped for being asked the question, but he didn't want to talk. About so and I don't blame him. You know, you can make the argument he wasn't utilized enough. You can you argue make the argument he he just didn't live up to didn't live up to his five star billing. Whatever the case may be, uh, he's obviously decided to, to to move on from college. And I think given given his his talent and his his testing of the combine, he didn't get a shot. I mean, he'll probably he'll go anywhere from it sounds like the third to the fifth round. Then if the receiver class is so deep, I think I think it was Daniel Jeremiah. He's he projected he has twenty receivers going the first three rounds of the draft. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, That is crazy. So, I mean, so Peoples-Jones could be in the third round. I've seen him projected as, as low as the fifth round. He's going to go somewhere. He's going to get an opportunity. Now it's going to it's gonna be up to him whether he can he can make it work in the NFL.
0: Well, that's uh, – we got hoops, football, hockey, though. Where 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 do things stand? Is it Big six, Ten Tournament time?
2: Uh, it is, yeah. Speaking of bubbles, I mean, Michigan picked up uh, – had a solid weekend on the road at a ranked Minnesota team, picked up five of uh, possible six points – Moving up from fifth to third in the conference, and they will open up at home on Friday against Michigan State. And they're they're still alive uh, alive for not only in a pretty good position to make a uh, make a run in the Big Ten tournament, but they could still get an at large bid into the NCAA tournament as well.
0: Whoa, they, whoa, that's not what you were saying last week. I, I feel like I mean uh, they they had a huge weekend to give them right, so, and they some got life. some help
2: too. I mean, okay. like Notre Dame loss. I mean, so there's. There's some teams they still would need to make it to the finals. Okay. I would think so. They have to win two games against Mission State, probably knock off a Penn State team that's the, that earned a bye this week um, in order to do so. But I mean, they've played Penn State pretty well this year, uh, and they've played Mission State this month, this past month, or in February mm-hmm. and swept them, outscoring them like nine to four in the of two games. Um, so it, it's it's a long shot still, but it's definitely a possibility.
0: All right, when does it begin for them?
2: Thursday? Friday. Friday, Friday, Saturday, and possibly a game on Sunday if if they split the first two games.
0: Do they play, what is it, two out of three at Yoast? Two out of three. No,
2: all all the games are at Yoast. Oh, okay. The top uh, two, three, and four seeds host the first round series against the five, six, and seven teams. Will you be there? I will be there. Will they make a put? Will they do it? Do you think they will get I, th- it? I think they will beat Mission State. Okay. I, I, I have a hard time seeing them going to Penn State and, and beating them on the road at two out of three games, even though they did that earlier in, th- earlier in the second half of the season when they kind of started this run. Mm-hmm. But they are, there's like three teams that play a trap game in the Big Ten, and Michigan's one of them, and Penn State is not one of those teams. It's the run-and-gun team, high risk, high-reward, um, one of the top offensive teams in the country. And if they can shut them down and score some timely goals like they did in their previous series earlier this month, or earlier uh, in 2020, then they have a shot. But I will say they win the first-round series and then lose in the semifinals. March Madness, I love it.
0: It's the best time of year. Aaron, get on board. It's good time. i on board. No, he's
2: Mr. Board. Mr.
1: Politics over oh, here. Oh, That's oh, yeah. his... I like, madness. To, I like to mix my madness.
0: That's fair <laughs> enough. I, Aaron, I will make you repeat the whole spiel, so I'll do it for you. But it's Project Subtext, Wolverine Confidential Subtext. You can sign up for it to get text messages to your cell phone from Aaron McMahon, um, and eventually probably maybe maybe me and Ryan too, um, about Michigan football. And, I mean, here's how I'll say it. The content on MLive.com is very solid, and there's not any big story that's suddenly not going to go up there. But if you want that news... First, this is probably the best way to ensure that. And two, there's going to be nuggets sometimes that just necessarily aren't worth a headline, aren't going to find their way into a story or could get lost in a bigger story That now he could share. It's just an observation. He sees something colorful, even if it's not, you know, a breaking news or something like that. It's still, it's still an interesting item about this, the program, you know, that you wouldn't have otherwise known that you know, some of your friends might not know about until, of course, you start telling them and then they want to subscribe, too. But, uh, you know, you just kind of can be, be a step ahead, um, you know, if you're a true you know, Wolverine fanatic. So that number, again, is 734-215-6605. Six, six, and you hit the nail on the head. I mean, there's so many things that,
1: like... On a daily basis, when we're covering this team in season, mm-hmm. what we don't write about it's because it's like they don't fit in story. They're just not worth, like you said, a headline. There's just not enough depth. But those little nuggets, I'm gonna text out all the time. It's gonna, be, it's gonna, it's hopefully it's gonna be fun. Um, it'll, it'll be hopefully enlighten some of you or give you guys you know, some info that you may not read or seen elsewhere
0: um i'm gonna try to make this thing interesting and
2: i will say this andrew is a much better salesman than you are aaron uh, oh yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll say it's also
0: it's the kind of stuff that you sometimes you know we we slip in on the podcast that maybe we we didn't put in a story or whatever or honestly before we hit record there's discussions sometimes that take place about what's kind of happening behind the scenes that uh you know i guess i can't say why they didn't make it into the podcast it's not that they weren't necessarily they weren't well sourced or we didn't believe them to be true it's just you know exclusive stuff and now we have now we have a home for them so it's uh yeah, the Wolverine confidential subtext you know there's, there's a story on mlive.com slash Wolverines right now with with some of this information and writing you can sign up uh, you know through your computer or just again text seven three four two one five six six zero five you know so I feel like it's a radio ad we're the first one to ever have two different people say the number though it's probably that you're supposed to have the one person say the number like six times in a row uh, too bad it doesn't spell something you know that those, those last seven digits don't spell out some word that would be that would be ideal right, but right, what are you gonna right. do we can probably make we can probably find that that'll be the that's next podcast idea, idea. i'm gonna put the letters into my phone <laughs> the numbers in my phone and see what word we can come up with that it does spell. just my last name maybe yeah that's it, probably not it doesn't work though but yeah uh we'll take a look um, all right well that's it for this episode of wolverine confidential podcast thanks for listening